I'm the worst at intros. James is the king of intros. Don't let him sell you that shenanigans. No. I'm hey, really like you just worst. said, practice, right? Yeah, no, this is all practice. It makes perfect. This is all practice. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. We're Give live. him an intro. All right. <laughs> we have we have Jay from Hemsmarts uh, in Belmore. And Come you have, on, James. Oh, man. Come on. You got to build it up. You got to give our guests something to look forward to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cavecast. Another great episode. If you've enjoyed our previous ones, uh, you're get definitely going to enjoy this one because we have a special guest. Isn't that right, James? Yes, we do. What does our guest do, James? He is owner-operator of Hemp Smarts in Belmore. Okay. Hemp Smarts in Belmore. What is that? Hemp Smarts is, uh, is well, let's let Jay talk. And okay. Let's let him tell Welcome us. to the program, Jay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, there guys. we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. That was amazing. Thanks for being here. <laughs> the salt cave is amazing. You had a good time in the salt cave. Yes. Or in the, I should say, well, the float, just floated, yeah. the float room. We are in a salt cave right now. Well, they, they would have known that if you gave them an intro, James. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but no, welcome to the salt cave. And Thank to you. The cave Thank cast. you. Cave cast in the salt cave. Live from the salt cave. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hempsmart in Belmore? Yes. This is my... Second location, my first location was in Massapequa on North Broadway. Unfortunately, as a result of COVID and their restrictions on who is essential and who is not essential, we were forced to close and we didn't bounce back as quickly as our lease would have allowed us to, if mm. that makes sense, you know? Being forced to close middle of March Lease expiring in June, being allowed to open back op uh, again in, let's see, May, April, and then not having a, a promising future. Um, COVID really messed that up. But I got to open up my other store in Belmore and uh, trying to make it happen one day at a time. So you, you had to, you were forced to close your first location. Yes. So the Massapequa location closed after three years. Oh, um, but now uh, Belmore is a little bit bigger, and uh, there's more space to do other amenities and services, which was part of the whole big picture to begin with. Um, so not only using CBD and its healing properties, uh, incorporating other health and wellness um, classes and services. Um, for example, we work with a couple of Reiki practitioners. Uh, we also work with uh, massage therapist and cupping therapist, uh, acupuncturist, um, a esthetician specializing in facials and upper respiratory massage and rehabilitation, uh, things like that, you know, not just CBD. Like hol a holistic approach. Exactly. So our, our name is Hemsmart's Holistic Healing Studio, and the Belmore location has separate rooms like you have here um, to designate one for the massage and one for the facials and one for Reiki. It sounds pretty essential to me. <laughs> definitely. It, it, it definitely is. Uh, it's becoming more and more essential as we get deeper into this society. So, I mean... Bring us back to how you got into this and like where it started, because I, I feel like just at face value, 
I wouldn't think that you're somebody who's well-rounded in Reiki and knowing all of the things that it seems like you're well-versed in. Yeah, well, um, you know, it originally started um, about five years ago, uh, 2015. Um, I went to a cannabis convention in California. Nice. Um, THC <laughs> was legal there. Everything under the sun you could think of is out there in California with THC. Uh, but CBD was a lesser intoxicating cannabinoid, so it got underlooked rather quickly. Um, but it was a new legal market that was coming to New York with the new rules and regulations. Hemp farming was becoming uh, an acceptable agricultural outlet, um, and CBD shortly followed soon after and made it to the market. Um, so I, I went to California and I was bedazzled of all the stuff that was out there. Beer, um, chapstick, gum, everything you could think of, like I said. And um, I came to New York and I was like, well, how can I do something that is legal out there that's not really broken into the market yet over here? Um, and I started doing my research online, found a multi-level marketing company that was um, you know, hosting a little convention in New York. I went to that and saw that they had a nice product. It was backed by the right people. They were doing the right thing by it. But nobody wants to do multi-level marketing all the time. It's either, you know, you have it, you have that niche or you don't. <coughs> um, I wanted to do something for myself. I didn't want to be uh, making other people rich on my hard work. Uh, but it was a great entry level. Um, I, I learned the ins and outs of it a little bit. And uh, then I went into business for myself, and I was like, you know what, I could do this. Um, I found my first location. We made it three years. Um, and, you know, the closing, I have to find the silver lining in it. It's not like I closed on something that we did wrong as a business. It was something out of our control. But we got our new location in Belmore, and it's bigger. So it's the next step up. It's not like we closed on a bad note. We grew, so to say. When did you open your first location? Um, June 2015. So that was, yeah, it was like six years ago almost. So yeah. what was the, and where, where was it? On uh, North Broadway in Massapequa. In Massapequa. Yeah. So what was the reception of, of the neighborhood? Uh, right away, you know, because it was a, a new industry, I think it was kind of... Um, you know, uh, not really discovered by a lot of people yet, still really new. Um, people were cautious about trying CBD, and um, I found my most success right away through pets. People trying out CBD oil for their pets first. <laughs> seeing yeah, the, the results. how it works. I got Roxy got <laughs> CBD, and it definitely calms it down. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. So seeing seeing that result in their pet um, brought them back into the store to try something for themselves. Um, so that's what I, I feel really broke into uh, the whole CBD discovery for a lot of people is trying it out on their little fur babies first <laughs> and um, ultimately leading to their trial and discovery and, you know, it pays off. 
did you see like a lot of growth over that six years? So, it, crazy thing because you know after the first two years, um, business was prosperous. You know I was out of the out of the red, starting to make some money, and then after that, it fell off tremendously. I think it's, um, it's interesting because you're early on that kind of business even today. Right, even now today, still five years in, is still new, still entry level. You know, I got in, I was the first CBD store on Long Island, first dedicated CBD store on Long Island. And back then, there weren't a million CBD companies out there. And back then, you couldn't sell CBD online. It was still regulated. Mm -hmm. um, now, that's where you make your money is selling it online. And unfortunately, it hurts small businesses like me um, because I don't have the luxury of putting product on sale and putting it online for everybody. You know, I thrive on the personal interaction, having people come to the store, learning about it, asking questions, seeing the physical product. Um, and Long Island, man, every yeah. spot on Long Island is expensive. They try to kill you before you even get yeah. started. So it's it's not, I don't want to say that it's not fair, but I feel like you shouldn't be able to sell CBD online. What do you, <clears throat> I mean, we sell CBD products here too. Mm -hmm. And um, the, I, I think the, the hardest question to answer is, it sounds like the most easy, the easiest question to answer is like, what is CBD? Like, I just, I, I don't, I never really, and, and, and it's, like I kind of judge the person I'm talking to, mm -hmm. you know, in a way. But like I don't, I don't know, like a, a just a really basic answer to that. Well, what C would you say to that? <clears throat> CBD itself stands for cannabidiol. It is a uh, cannabinoid that is in hemp and in marijuana, uh, weed, whatever you want to call it, cannabis. Um, so. It's just one of the hundreds of compounds that are in the plant. Uh, the two most prevalent compounds right now is CBD and THC. THC is the psychoactive compound that causes a high, uh, delta-8, delta-9, uh, delta-10. Um, it attaches to your receptors to cause that intoxicating high. And CBD attaches to your other receptors throughout your body for the therapeutic effects. Um, and we all have receptors. We all have receptors. Everybody's born with receptors. Um, it, it goes hand in hand with your central nervous system. Uh, your endocannabinoid system, your ECS, is the piggyback of your central nervous system. So it has cannabinoids from head to toe. Uh, I'm sorry, it has receptors head to toe. And, you know, why deprive the body of something that is genetically built for? Um, so CBD, back to CBD, CBD is just the cannabinoid itself, CBD. Um, there are other cannabinoids, CBC, CBG, CBN, CBDV, and then THC and all the other TH derivatives. I think it's, it's crazy too because, at least for me, I didn't really, I got into CBD a lot after knowing I needed to stop smoking THC. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I was crazy carried away with the THC. I was smoking weed, cigarettes, all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I found CBD. I, I started buying, like, the Lowell's pre-roll. Yeah, great company. Yeah, just as a way to kind of, like, oh, I, I want to smoke something, but I don't want to be fucked up. I don't want to smoke cigarettes because they're right. not good for you. And then I found that 
when I smoked the CBD, it kind of made me not be a fiend for the cigarettes. I didn't get the high, but I still got the taste, and it was like kind of the best of both worlds. Exactly. But it also felt like something that, one, people weren't onto that, that have the same problems I do, and mm-hmm. two, and I think a bigger reason of why it's not taking off is the price point of five joints was $35 a pack, where I could go get a pack for 12 bucks, which is already ridiculously expensive for right. cigarettes. Right, and the cost is a huge factor, but the, the main thing that you said right there was taste. So now back to the CBD and the THC part, right? So the THC causes the high, but the other cannabinoids, the terpene profiles, are what causes that upper and downer, indicas, sativas. That's all based off of the other cannabinoids and terpenes, which provide the smell, the taste, but ultimately the reaction. So if you were to get, um, like, for instance, a sativa, you would want to use that for daytime. Uh, more of the upper euphoric. Um, you wouldn't want to give that to somebody with anxiety, though, because it could bring on too much of a upper energetic euphoric kind of feeling that is associated with anxiety. Uh, but the terpene profile brings the ultimate feeling of the upper sativa or the downer the indica. Not so much the THC. Uh, that's just the the high aspect of it. Um, so you can get your uppers and downers from ingesting hemp that is grown towards that uh, terpene profile. You know, the, the hemp game right now is blowing up tremendously on flour because it's cheaper, um, but it's accepted everywhere. So if you're a, a THC grower, you're only allowed to sell in your state. If you're a hemp grower, it's legal throughout the whole state or throughout the whole country. So you can ultimately sell on the East Coast and grow in the West Coast and vice versa. Um, so people smoke the, the flower, the yeah, CBD so, flower. Yeah, the flower is, is smokable. Yep. It's, so, it's crazy, though, not to cut you off, but I think he's in such a fucked up position right now because for a few reasons, like one... You have the issue of people just not understanding what it is and, and relating it to weed, that I'm assuming on the government older scale of it, so the mm-hmm. legalizing aspect. Then there's so many different companies that don't pump out quality CBD that there's always the risk of somebody buys like the wrong pack, I'll say, and they smoke it and they fucking hate it, and mm-hmm. then they don't want to come back and try it again because they just associate it, when really it's like a wine in, in, to some extent. Exactly. It's, Definitely. it's getting that knowledge out. I feel like that that has to be the biggest trick is. Yeah, because it is, you know, a lot of these companies are artisanally growing flour for that intricacy, you know, to say this is a indica dominant flour. We're growing this with indica in <clears throat> mind and treating it the way it should be. Um, and then getting that to the customer without playing the telephone game. Yeah. You know, because the telephone game from East Coast to West Coast and West Coast to East Coast changes every single time, mm-hmm. you know, based off of, you know, this guy's smell or what he thought or what he felt. It's not getting the same name throughout the whole transfer of hands well, even culturally and, like people like they're just starting to talk about weed like THC as like I smoke this strain or I smoke these runts or this brand you mm-hmm. know like I feel like that's just becoming a thing and that's something that comes with the instant gratification where CBD is a long game yeah for sure um, but as you said before you were getting that sensation that fix of 
the whole smoking euphoric action and not wanting to smoke a cigarette. They, they do a lot of studies on supplementing CBD hemp flour and smoking that as opposed to smoking cigarettes, and they're coming up with like 76% of uh, cigarette smokers switch or quit yeah. to, to, to hemp. I prefer it. It just, it took me, if I would have known about it way earlier, I would have been on it, where it took me just getting to the breaking point of quitting, going back, quitting, going back, mm-hmm. quitting, going back. Like, you don't even know there's an alternative. Right. And it, even today, <laughs> I haven't smoked anything in months. And, and part of the reason I don't just smoke CBD is because of how much it is. I couldn't, I would go through a pack of those a day and it would cost me twice what cigarettes cost. And James told me you were coming today. I was like, give me the smokes. And I was like, you know, it's probably not a good idea because I'll be at the store tomorrow buying more Lowell's. Like, so, I mean, there's there's a lot that you're working up against. But I would say this. I think long term, the, the same way that I kind of feel I was ahead of the game with, you know, I'm 30 and I just wanted to, I needed to quit. Most people mm-hmm. don't get to that point until later. And I've also been somebody who's like very particular about the weed they smoke. You know, like I like high quality weed. Mm-hmm. I'll spend sixty, seventy, eighty dollars an eighth if it's some shit. Mm-hmm. And and I do feel the same about CBD, but because it doesn't come with that instant high and gratification, it's almost like, well, what am I investing in? And and that's I guess where the sale has to come in from you right. guys. And and the whole education, you know, because yeah. you're paying that top dollar on one the smell the visual you see it and smell it before you smoke it and then ultimately how high is it going to get you you know yeah. that's what everybody is all caught up on though is the high how high is it going to get me uh, and that's where the dollar inflates it have you ever thought about marketing the store kind of how like a cookies would market their store where you have different strains of CBD. I don't know if that's a thing, but that that's for me. I bought so many different. I bought the I forget the name of the pack, but it's like a little shiny green pack, and it's like they look like cigarettes. Wild hemp. Yeah, yeah. hate them. Fucking mm-hmm. can't stand them. Yeah. I, I smoked one halfway, threw it the fuck out. Never wanted to try anything again. And unfortunately, somebody gave me one of their lols, and I was like, oh, this is great, and. But the thing is, is when you go into a store, you can't smell the pack. You can't really. There's nothing that says that Lowell's is better than Wild Hemp, except for the price. And more times than not, when it comes to price, you're gonna go a cheaper one. Right. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. But if you so. were to set up a store that had the glass jars with different variations of CBD, is that even a possibility? Sure. There are CBD flower bars. They call them. So you just go in there, and it's a like a liquor store, you know, it's like going to a bar and there's 15 glass jars up on the counter and you just pop each one open and smell it uh, and go from there. Yeah, there are places like that. Let, let me they, ask They're you. trying to, although this, this governor of ours, he's a, an all-star, uh, <laughs> going ass backwards with uh, legalizing, not legalizing, legalizing, but kind of not legalizing. Like, what are you doing, guy? Uh, I Kill feel it. for you, man. You, you're up against a lot. It's from all different ways. From the community not necessarily even understanding it. And then from him stopping it from like making it a hype beast thing mm-hmm. where they would just fucking come in anyway because it's like the cool place to be when you see all the jars. And right. It's such a, it's a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, so I'm driving in my car with mm-hmm. CBD flour mm-hmm. and I get pulled over with it. What, what? How do they not? How do they know what it is? You well, know, versus like if I had that you buy is supposed to have a 
um, a, a QR code, okay. a certificate of analysis, right. to say, hey, this is what it is, and it is 17% CBD, legal New York State limit of 0.3% or less THC, and you, would, you should be fine. Depending on who is pulling you over and what kind of person they want to be for the day, <laughs> um, could ultimately, you know, determine the outcome. Uh, fortunately, though, the rules have changed a little bit, and as long as you're not carrying two ounces or more on you at any given time, you you should be okay. It would just be a, a ticket of some sort. Okay. I, I love smoking my CBDJs in front of cops all the time. <laughs> Are you allowed to do that? You're, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, can't say course. shit. And you yep. could drive and smoke CBD, and you're yep. good. Yeah, all day. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. So what if you just got weed and put it in that CBD jar? I mean, what do you you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you? It depends the guy that you you get for the day. Exactly. If they if they want to pull you in and test it and then feel like dicks or. So they do. They there's a (laughs) testing for it. Oh yeah. I mean, ultimately, if you only have a little amount, they're not going to. Not going to bother. Pull it in and test you for it. but if, like I said, depending on who it is, they could write you, uh, uh, you know, a DWI or a DWUI, mm-hmm. and you'd have to go to court and have all your paperwork on what you were smoking and this and that, and go through the whole ringer. It's it's really it's it's crazy because I feel like you're just in it so far ahead of the game, and and it's not even something where I can think of like a standout brand. Like like again, I know about Lowe's, but Lowe's mm-hmm. primarily is known because of the THC. Right. You know, and, right. and the CBD, I think, is amazing, but I've never tried anything else like it. I And I'm not, like, necessarily a fan of edibles, so I don't mm-hmm. think of even the gummies, even though I've had some gummies that are CBD, and it is way different than taking an edible. But just right. the perception and how close it's tied to THC is mm-hmm. up against the, the government not knowing the difference between a THC bar and a CBD bar. Mm-hmm. It's There's so many things, man, that, I mean, is it, do you look at it as a long game? Is it... Do, a marketing um, game? I mean, ultimately, marketing is key just this day and age. Uh, everybody's glued to their cell phone. You know, I'm on a high-traffic Merrick Road area right now, and from one traffic light to the next traffic light, it's constant phone action the whole time. Nobody pays attention to their surroundings anymore on the outside. It's all about what they see digitally in front of them. Um, so however you market yourself to, um, you know, the, the up and coming clientele, you have to think about that. How is the next group going to be viewing us? You know, like I, I get that stigma from older people not knowing what it is and looking the other way. Um, and it's, it's hard to attract that clientele, but well, you have who's to, your customer? All, I mean, all ages, all ages. Yeah, uh, Mike. Legally, you have to be 18 to purchase most CBD products, 21 to purchase smokable products. Um, but I have uh, multiple parents coming in for their children um, and utilizing mm-hmm. CBD for uh, ADD medication, ADD or ADHD medication, um, in anxiety conjunction relief. With- no, as an alternative, as instead an alternative. of using what the doctor's saying here, drug your kid up with all of these pills, yeah. trying a, an all-natural alternative. You know, you got nothing to lose. Um, and like I said you're, before, your body has these natural receptors in it, so why not 
try to stimulate them naturally as opposed to uh, hard drugs and, and pharmaceuticals. So I, f- I feel like the same people that float would be interested in, in CBD because it, it just gives you, uh, you know, a lot of the same benefits in a, in a way, just obviously a different way, but exactly and exactly. it's and it's everybody everybody floats but i feel like there is a stigma to cbd and and i see it here with just the water that we have like oh it's cbd it's weed like I'm right like, no, no, it's no, no it's not it's not yeah. weed. it's not weed nobody's really successfully marketed it for what it could be because it could be so many things also yeah. like like to market it to me you'd be like well it'll help you quit smoking it has the same taste as as weed you could almost be a connoisseur of it you know, it, but again, it's the price point for me is makes it tough. And then you have people like that look at the water and they're just like, oh, this is like infused with something. Like, I just want regular water. Like, they don't yeah. realize what it could actually do. Um, the other question I have that I'm sure you could answer is that mm-hmm. there's something that my cousin had some CBD, like the drops, and he was talking about this is full spectrum. And Okay, yeah, what's so that that's about? uh, there's, there's three main categories to the CBD product lines. Um, CBD isolate, which is just CBD, isolated, tells you in the name. Um, that's usually 99.8.9% pure CBD. And then it's put into a carrier oil, uh, common carrier oil is an MCT oil, a little more upscale is hemp seed oil. Uh, a lot of therapeutic industries are adding, um, uh, ashwagandha oil and black seed oil because of their uh, adaptogens and um, health benefits as well. So they're making their own healthy cocktails with CBD. Um, but back to what Mike said, so CBD isolate, then you have CBD broad spectrum, which is CBD and your other CB cannabinoids, CBC, CBG, CBN, CBDV, all the cannabinoids except THC. Then you get to full spectrum. Well, what, just to stop you there, what are the difference between all of those cannabinoids? Um, each one of them has its own healing property um, in conjunction to the CBD. So, for example, uh, CBG also helps uh, sleep aid, uh, helps uh, mental focus and clarity, um, is a, a, a cancer cell... Um, isolator and helps um, you know, slow down cancer growth. Uh, so you get other benefits from CBG, CBC, CBN, CBDV, and um, other companies are now isolating those cannabinoids in higher amounts so that you can get CBG, for example, in its own isolated form, 1,000 milligrams, 1,500 milligrams. Um, as the industry grows and more discoveries come about, um, they'll start isolating different cannabinoids for certain things. Um, For example, if you have a headache, you may need to go into your CBD store and purchase uh, CBG or CBN. And I feel like in in the future, you'll be able to have that um, availability to go into a store and say, I want this cannabinoid, I want this cannabinoid for certain things. Um, As the discovery and the industry grows, um, you know, we'll find out more and more of each cannabinoid and what it can do. 
I think that all rides on on legalization, right? And 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 you know, scientists and and doctors experimenting with yes, different Yes, but strains. you also have to question it too, right? Because these motherfuckers knew what this stuff was doing way back and they put a patent on it. So now like all of this new discovery is coming out, who's to say that they're not going to be hush-hush about something or enforce some kind of law that for example, maybe THCV in in high dosages says uh cures aids or something you know something crazy yeah well that's the thing too is it's how position like how what kind of position would you have to be in to market it that way because i think if if the company or the business is set up as a bar that you go in and you get your headache or your whatever it might be mm-hmm. and you start marketing it and promoting it and branding it as a connoisseur thing the same way people would go into liquor stores they'd go into cbd stores right you know, but the the fact that it's like you could just pass a gas station, see CBD, and and then go to a store like yours and see CBD, and not realize why you're substantially more qualified and why it's like shopping at fucking Gucci versus you know the Gap. <laughs> yeah, it's that that has to be the tricky part because if they open up that legalization, I feel like your fucking business would be booming. Yeah, that would be cool, uh, and and that's one of the problems that uh, I experience as a. CBD themed only stores that you could buy it everywhere. Um, so well, you can't though. It sounds like it's because not everybody has these is able to really explain it. If I go to the gas station, I buy CBD. It's not going to be like if something I go to you for. It's Understood. Just the knowledge isn't out there. Like but that. if you are a new time connoisseur, you might be a little intimidated to come into a store like mine. Mm. But Every day you go and get gas and coffee and you talk to this guy, you might pick it up and say, oh, I'm going to try it out. Yeah, and then you end up so, with wild hemp that you want to throw out your window. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you get something that ultimately doesn't give you the reaction that you're looking for. You don't have anybody to ask any questions about. And you're not going to go and spend more money yeah. on something that you already have built up in your mind that didn't work for you. you know? So it, it's, the education is number one thing. So full spectrum now, what's what's that about? Is that just encompasses everything? Yeah, so full spectrum has all your cannabinoids. You're not just isolating CBD or CBG. You're incorporating all of the cannabinoids, the THC included. So why would somebody want to go with something that isn't full spectrum? Um, for good question. Um, for uh, jobs, for instance, you know, if you're a police officer or. A, a CDL license bearer, you don't want to have that potential to possibly test positive mm. and, and have to answer all these kinds of stupid questions. But um, some people just don't want to risk that, and it, it's totally understandable. you know. But for the most part, 0.3% or less is metabolized every seven hours, uh, so it's not really going to stick around in your system that long where you would have to worry about T- uh, testing positive on a drug test, uh, it's but it is possible. Like eating a, a poppy seed bagel before a urine <laughs> yeah. test, you could pop that. You you know you have opium in your system. It has happened before. Well, it stays in body fat, right? So yeah. the, the higher level of body fat you have, the longer it's going to stay in your system. Well, thanks, exactly. James. Um, just <laughs> you know. James is here. <laughs> James, James has no body fat. I have no body <laughs> fat. Nothing at all. Nothing lasts in my body. That that puts you in such a unique position, man. I feel for you because it's like you're on the cusp of something that's fucking incredible, and to be the first in Long Island to do it, Long Island, if there's a market at all, it's in Long Island because 
you compliment people who have access to all the internet shit, have money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's if anybody is gonna be down, like I mean, I'd assume that people sell more liquor and everything in Long Island. Like it's a place <laughs> where you know people like to indulge just right. to some extent. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the hardest places to sell. Really? I think it, yeah, because it, you know you go out west and you go California, and there's there's just a healthier mindset. There's more of an open mind. Like New York, it's 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 really closed-minded. Like I see it all the time here, just in floating. Like people look at it like, oh, what what is floating? You know. Well, it's different though. You, I feel like, I mean, you probably know better than us, but it, I feel like in New York, you would approach it completely different. Like I wouldn't necessarily like I'm not getting CBD because of the health benefits. I'm getting it because it helps me get my fixes and fucking fill that void that I don't get from cigarettes. That's to that, be honest. That's that's a hard sell. I feel like you have to really educate the consumer when it comes to stuff like right. that. You yeah, know, it's like you're you you're a consumer. I don't feel like it is is somebody who smokes weed. Somebody who smokes weed smokes weed. They're not interested in CBD, right? But they, um, well, you'd be surprised because uh, there are people that have jobs that frown upon them being high, so they get that upper or downer from smoking CBD without the high. Well, and being high, like, I tell you, smoking CBD, I don't get the fucking munchies. Like, there's so many things that, like, really, the majority of people, I'd assume, smoke, not even necessarily just to get high, but to, like, not have stress. I mean, uh, especially here. (laughs) Yeah, especially now. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, being a a chronic cannabis smoker. Chronic. Um, there's sometimes where you you smoke and you don't get high anymore. So it's just that, that feeling of when you smoke, you're gaining those other benefits. Like, all right, this is my sativa hybrid that makes me uh, zone into music. Uh, you know, but before, um, I was a chef for 15 years. So before I would cook, I would smoke a little, It, it would make my mind focused on what I needed to get done. And you're just in the zone on that. Uh, so there's a lot to still discover about it, um, but it's it's been around forever. We have this in our bodies to, um, you know, this system in our bodies. We gotta we gotta feed it. You know, it's yeah. there for a reason. Well, I I think people here are so judgmental too. You know, it's it's uh and. You know, and it is what you said earlier about going into your shop. It is a little intimidating for people that don't, you know, they don't want to be looked at like, oh, what do you, what is, what is John going in there for? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, still, so, yeah, still. Maybe in, in five years, it's going to be, yeah. you know, like looking at somebody in, going into a, a cigar store. What are they doing in there? You know? uh, definitely. I could see like you're ahead of your time on it because fast forward, it has to become one of the bigger things. Like. I mean, at least for me, man, like I'm somebody, I was smoking very early. I smoked at my worst, like a quarter a day of like really good shit. Mm-hmm. And you get to a point where it's like you grow up and you can't necessarily keep smoking like that. It's not helping you fucking eat any better. Right. It, your stress catches up with you regardless. And then what do you turn to? It's, it's literally the only thing is CBD. I, I can't smoke cigarettes. Like I know after smoking cigarettes for years, once you get off and you never want to go back. Yeah. It's it's just having the education to, to really just come across it and to come across a good quality version of it because there is so much trash out there. Mm-hmm. It's a tough. It's it's 
It's the easiest, toughest sell in all of history. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're there, but we're not there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, again, I'm, I think I'm a little bit ahead of my time. It's like, too, with my friends, like, my friends are in positions where I think nowadays, just in general, it's like sink or swim. And a lot of my friends are just like, fuck it, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to move to Colorado. I'm just smoke and just do whatever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not necessarily that they're degenerates, but they're not also as motivated as I am. And like, I want the best of both worlds too. I want to smoke weed all day, every fucking day, <laughs> but I don't always want to be high as shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and it is a slippery slope when you're smoking weed. Cause there's a reason I was smoking a quarter a day and it was to get as high as I used to get smoking a dub a day, you know? Right. <laughs> right. So with the CBD, it's you don't have any of that issue. You just you know, but but also I want to chain smoke it, and it and it's way more. It's more expensive than weed is. It's more expensive than a lot, than of cigarettes. Everything you know, yeah. Yeah. it's it's almost got to be a cigar shop to some extent. Why is it so expensive though? Um, well, I again I think it's still new. It's still very fresh. So until the ultimate. Uh, well, you know, the, the demand is there. It, the demand is growing every day. But, uh, you know, until we get um, uh, until we get outside help, I think it's still going to be tough to make it. Outside help, meaning, like, big business comes along? And, um, and just, like a tobacco company like Marlboro uh, or no, Newport? No, no, I think that would destroy yeah. the, the industry. Um, but a lot of these... Do you or do you think it'll it'll raise awareness of what it is? No, I mean, there are. I feel like people companies like Corona bought rights to uh, a cannabis strain. Um, they're just getting into weed, you know. Like they don't even realize this is something that's even beyond weed. This is like ten years after everybody's so fucked up on weed that you're getting shit that's like got all this shit in it. That you're like, I need to calm down and turn to something else. Like, he's super, like, you're 15 years ahead of your time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to keep going, you know. It's going to pay off crazy at some point. Like, when I think when people are educated and as THC becomes more readily available and those kind of bars pop up and people start seeing, like, you know what, this is a little intense. Like, when you can incorporate the THC with the CBD, I'd imagine that... Like for example, if you could turn your store into half THC, half CBD, like how a cookies might be or whatever. I mean, cookies is just all THC. But if they were to have a whole CBD section, mm-hmm. I'd imagine that there'd be equal clientele for both. For sure, if not more for the CBD. For the CBD, because they've they've already experienced the high. So now I'm curious to see what that's gonna do. Mm-hmm. And you know? and, it, and more times than not, again, I think for me personally, it's. It's better when when you're actually mature enough to realize like all right I'm just getting fucked up and like mm-hmm. not necessarily productive like because I work out better on CBD than I do THC I think way clearer I mm-hmm. eat way better it's it puts me in a better mood I could sit in the worst traffic ever and smoke CBD and be chilling if I sit in the worst traffic ever on THC I feel like I'm gonna crash my car yeah you know <laughs> like. Mm. I just have the opposite. The right really, I, I guess. I, yeah, well, I, I can't smoke <laughs> yeah. in, in the car, but sitting in, in a passenger seat. <laughs> no, you can't. Stuck, <laughs> stuck in traffic. Um, it's CBD. Yeah, it definitely makes the day a lot more relaxed, a lot more bearable. I mean, that's that's probably the tricky thing too, though, is that it's like obviously THC affects us in different ways. You know, like me and my friends. Like I have friends that smoke weed and they could go to the gym and they're really productive. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like it's it's a hard clientele to target too because it's even though everybody could feel it, everybody feels it different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why it it's unique uh, because it affects everybody differently. Um, but you know, it's plant medicine and education is key. Um, you know, because CBD has to get to work. Uh, detoxifying the body of all the years of hard metals and chemicals that you've put into it, you know. So, unfortunately, everybody in today's society, they go to the drugstore after they go to the doctor and he says, oh, go fill this script. <clears throat> you, want, you want a reaction, good or bad, right away. You don't want to continuously do something and not see or feel what you're putting in the effort to take every day, you know. And, and for me, I, I didn't really start... Uh, recognizing any body changes for two months time um, but like I said this day and age people want shit lickety so what did, what did you notice um, well I started taking it because I tore my ACL MCL and meniscus in my left knee I had complete left knee reconstruction um, and I like I said when I went to California learned about all these other properties and CBD stuck out as an anti-inflammatory, um, and I started using it, and it, it really worked. You know, I was taking it for the anti-inflammatory purposes, um, and then it just, you, you start to notice other things um, happen that you didn't really mean for it to happen, but because you're taking it, uh, mood improvement, um, Unintended sleep. side effects. Yeah, exactly. Would, exactly. Would THC do the same thing though? Sleep improvement. Um, THC. Like for the anti-inflammatory and. To an extent, uh, there are derivatives of THC. THCV, THCA. Um, so just like the CB cannabinoids, you find which one would be geared towards anti-inflammatory. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, so I'm trying to think of like if there's another way to almost sneak it in because it's like the smoking market might be cornered and, and like the edible market might be cornered but like like the waters for example here every time I'm here somebody's buying the waters and I think I can't find THC water anywhere even if like I know everybody I, I host weed events and like mm -hmm. never seen THC water you know so is do you think there's maybe another in with CBD that people would gravitate to it because maybe they smoke THC, but they also want like, well, something else? Um, Do you partner I, with Gatorade and make Gatorade CBD? Like, hey, <laughs> I, I, I've already pitched a, a couple of um, ideas to some local breweries to, to try and get CBD infused into uh, beer, but uh, rules and regulations in New York are yeah. a bitch. That's the problem. Yeah. She did with with coastal craft kombucha for for a little bit, right? Yeah, yep. That went uh that went pretty well, I think, right? Yeah, it went really well. Um, if you, if you could do that, if it wasn't so fucking regulated, you could almost create a whole new market of just CBD beer that like CHC can't get, like you'd be before ahead of the game on that. Yeah. So and and one way that I want to get ahead of the game, I'll, I'll tell you my little secret because. Uh, you know, I feel comfortable in the, in the salt cave here, but a lot of, a lot of people are going to hear this. Just when saying. I was in California, um, I had uh, <laughs> THC infused beer. It didn't have any alcohol in it, so it was like an O'Doul's. Okay. But um, it had a uh, you know THC in it and one glass, and you know, 
flying high or i fell asleep on stage with uh <laughs> well, what about wine i feel like wine would be a natural for for cbd and there are a bunch of uh companies out there breaking into it right now and we're, um, it's just the know, regulation you know long island's kind of wine country in a way right like yeah there, I, I think there's a, a a um a winery that is growing hemp flower and you know maybe they'll infuse it um but CBD and hops. I know um, some people are uh, hop growers and CBD growers because it kind of yeah, grows. Yeah, uh, it looks similar. Yeah, it <laughs> smells smell similar. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, there is a market for it. So back to what uh, Mike was saying, how to get into you know the next realm. Um, not so much with CBD because, you know, that has its own degree and we're kind of saturated right now with CBD, um, terpenes, you know, because terpenes are responsible for the uppers and downers and in-betweens, um, but terpenes don't possess CBD or any other cannabinoids mm-hmm. or THC. So, so it's, now like it's unregulated. It's not, not that it's unregulated, but it is basically an essential oil. Okay. So now incorporating essential oils into coffee in the morning or a protein shake or water of some sort, adding those essential oils to gain the benefits of the terpene profile. Granddaddy purple, right? Yeah. Um, Putting granddaddy purple terpenes in your post-workout drink. It's an indica meant for calming and relaxation. That's what you want to help recover after your workout, but without the intoxicating high of smoking Granddaddy Purple, just gaining the benefits from that aromatherapy and that essential oil compound. Um, sour diesel, adding sour diesel terpenes to your Keurig coffee cup filter. So now you're getting sour diesel terpenes in your coffee. So you're getting the caffeine, but you're also getting that upper euphoric sour diesel effect Mm. no cbd no thc so now you could sell it to everybody and anybody everywhere what would the effect of that be would you get high or no but it's more um just like for for example let's compare it to lavender essential oils you rub you rub lavender essential oils or consume something with lavender essential oils it's more calming therapeutic relaxation it's the same thing with terpenes it is essential oils, just in different ratios, um, to get that floral or that earthiness or that um, sour taste or whatever. Could you do like terpene candles? Would that be like how you could? They do would a- be fucking expensive candles. <laughs> <laughs> but you you could put terpenes in a air diffuser, okay. just like you would um, Young Living essential oils or DoTerra essential oils put terpenes in it i want to make a a a cannabis leaf like the the christmas tree that hangs in everybody's rearview mirror the tree sense as as a terpene sense you know interesting yeah do you think that would be something that like it's how long do you get away with that before they try to regulate it and do you do you open a terpene bar and just try and yeah oxygen bar infused with terpenes Mm -hmm. yeah so that's like but that's completely restructuring the business to some extent it's it's taking it's taking one element out of the cannabis industry and 
making a, a new element or adding to an existing element um, that's still cannabis themed, but no CBD or THC. So uh, you can't hold that against it. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because it's like so far ahead of the game. Is there, like in states like Colorado or California where, you know, there's the THC bars, are there CBD bars and how, how do those do? Um, I don't know. I haven't been to Colorado, um, but uh, I've been to California a couple times, and honestly, it's still THC everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. But you know, there are THC bars that are now incorporating more CBD into it, um, but it's a, a dominating field for THC. Well, I've seen, like, now the list how much CBD is in, like, a strain on the THC. Like, if I go to a dispensary in California, mm-hmm. Colorado, it'll say, like, a 24% CBD, 23% THC, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd assume there'd have to be a business. I mean, like we said earlier, I think, if you had two two sections, a CBD and a THC, the CBD would be just as, if not more busy. So, like, is that maybe a play to open up a CBD bar somewhere? or That would be awesome, you know? I, I think... Uh ultimately combining all the elements is, is the way to go but the rules and regulations are just ridiculous you know you can't open up a cbd restaurant because uh fda and usda that's would fucked. yeah don't allow it so that's mm-hmm. why that's why you don't see beverages with cbd contents in them that's why you don't see other places advertising cbd infused because they they don't want to risk that yeah that'd be interesting so, to do a cbd restaurant you'd be like the perfect guy yeah <laughs> i know I, I thought about it put it on wheels and make a cbd food truck do you think um it goes hand in hand with with marijuana legislation and like because they're going to start eventually legalizing like thc I mean, it's inevitable, especially with the times now and how much debt the country's in. It's mm-hmm. it's like a no-brainer for them. So it does the legislation go hand-in-hand, hand, or does CBD kind of get pushed to the side and is regulated differently? I mean, I, I hope it, it continues to, to get better and regulations become a lot more uh, freely and openly uh, to, to allow CBD for everybody. Well, I I'm, I'm guess I'm asking more like, for you to open up the CBD place, mm-hmm. you know, to just go into it, were you like bound to anything that tied to the marijuana industry? Like CBD's here right now; it's legal. You could get it. Mm-hmm. Can't still can't get THC. Right. As they move THC into whatever legislation or to the communities, mm-hmm. do do they continue to expand on the CBD? Or I I, I ultimately I hope so because uh, you know from a, a business standpoint. And being, you know, the the whole regulations, um, we didn't get funding from the government after this shutdown because we were uh, CBD related but tied into the cannabis industry. Um, You know, we can't sell intoxicating THC amounts. So I think we should have been held in a different light in in that aspect, you know. Yeah. because I'd imagine if they're going to pass THC laws, they'd be like, all right, well, if you have a CBD, now go open that restaurant or, you know, right. before they do that with THC, if they, like, almost use it as, like, the test dummy to, to slowly introduce it, maybe, or... It's just so much... It's it's such a it's, complicated it's, thing. Yeah, because it's still new, you know? We have to lay the groundwork for 
things to build on. There was no foundation for this industry. So everything's still new. So you took a big chance. I, mean, I did. When when you opened up in, yeah. in 15, like 15, right? The pioneer. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, what did you start with? Like, what did you have when you opened the doors? Um, I mean, I didn't have shit, man. Yeah, uh, right? Like when, I, when I first opened, we had maybe like 15 products in there. And, you know, I, my, my store now has definitely grown from that. Um, my, my store right now in, in Belmore, we're a vegan dispensary. So all of our gummies, all of our candies, um, all of our chocolates are all, That's dope. Um, you know, uh, vegetable-based. There's yeah. no gelatin, uh, no animal products in, in anything. Uh, so I think that's where we differentiate and show our growth from our baby store in Massapequa to my new store now. You know, because you don't want artificial colorings and flavorings and ultimately animal and gelatin products in your health and wellness um, products. Yeah. Uh, it just acts as a, you know, an oxymoronic. Um, but that's what differentiates us now from other stores is being able to sell our product that is all you know natural ingredients no artificial colorings or flavorings being uh, a true medicine and not just in it to sell and you also sell like bongs blunt wraps things like that no well not in the belmore location um since i closed my massapequa location i partnered up with a suffering vape store because New York had this new uh, vape rule and vape regulation laws. on e-liquids, not being able to sell any flavored e-liquids. Yeah, uh, so that industry took a shit. Um, so my buddy was suffering um, with his business, uh, Vape and Bake on Hempstead Turnpike and, and Beth Page. Um, and you know he was gonna close up his shop. I was closing up my shop in Massapequa and we said, why not? Fuck it. Let's put the two together and see if we could uh, start something new. Yeah. Um, you know, things are picking up a little bit, but it's still tough. It's still really tough. It's, yeah, it covers well, more clientele, though. It's smart. Yeah, no, it does. But it also, I feel like having that stuff in there will deter. It covers deter. more clientele, but as James is just about to say, yeah. it does deter some people away. So, uh, no, I don't sell... Um, blunt wraps and bongs and bowls and all that stuff one because it requires a new york state tax on tobacco and alcohol uh to sell um wraps and things like that you have to have that tax so i don't have that so we don't we don't sell that stuff okay yeah because i mean i feel like this is probably a really bad analogy but most delis are, are really not like women are not drawn to delis because they just don't they they're all cluttered they're usually not that clean and and I feel like the same effect has when you see a bunch of bongs in the window right and well, you're not going to women too cuz <laughs> that's the thing in Belmore is a different clientele than Hempstead or Bethpage or you know Bethpage maybe in between but yeah I know in Brooklyn for sure it's it's a whole different clientele Oh in Brooklyn than, yeah like to do vegan in Hempstead might not work but in Belmore is perfect yeah. But well, what I'm saying is when you have a window full of bongs and swords and, and stuff like that, it just changes the perception, you know, yes, of what sure. the place is and what what you're getting from that place. Like somebody with AD or with a kid that has ADHD, 
they may not walk into a place that has bongs throughout the window. Right. You know, that was one thing that I, you know, I I kept into high consideration when I first opened up was that I didn't want to be associated as a vape store because we're not. But then you have to make money at the same time. Right. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. so like if CBD is not as popular as as it, you know, as as bongs, how do you how do you make money? Like, where's the money coming from? Right. Are there brands like outside of the Lowell's? Are there any standouts like how there would be with the cookies with when it comes to THC with CBD? Um, not so much realistically, so to say, uh, because it's still a huge new market. So nobody's really established a, a huge name brand. It's more in the seeds, like Alpine Genetics. You know, really uh, giving the grower. Um, that ability to make their own label for something that they gotcha. you know, put the time and work and effort into. But no, I, I can't say that there's... Uh, well, actually, you know what? Uh, there, there's one company called Secret Nature. Uh, they're based out of California. Um, they have some phenomenal CBD flower. It's artisanally grown. It's really nice stuff. Um, that, I'd imagine that could be a play. Of just branding. I mean, I you know better well, than yeah, I do. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it, it's branding. But you know, they they grow really nice product. And when you pop open that can, nice marketing can, pop top, nitrogen sealed, you get that whole euphoric, just like uh, some of the weed cans that are out there now. Yeah. Uh, but that whole experience, marketing, but putting good product in there is ultimately what's gonna, you know, draw the customer back. Yeah, and then it's the legislation to be able for people to come in and actually smell it, not just have to buy it, like, packaged. Well, what about working? I feel like this is something that's good for athletes. What about working with, like, local athletes and and trying to get them? Most definitely, but, you know, athletes uh, up until the the new rules and regulations and cannabis being decriminalized, um, athletes were uh, subject to drug testing and didn't want to chance it. Um, so now with the, the new decriminalization, I feel like it would be more of a, an acceptable thing and um, getting into gyms and things like that. Turning, yeah. uh, well, the UFC just, just uh, stopped testing for THC now, right? Right. The UFC, uh, the, the NHL. Um, NFL yet? I don't know. Uh, they should. If anybody should, they should. <laughs> Seriously, with as many head injuries oh, and as many. Gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I quit my job. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Williams got kicked off for smoking three times. Right. They legalized. He's gonna be pissed. Silly. So silly. He walked off, didn't he? I thought yeah. he just quit. Yeah, after the third. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. I'm Which is go so stupid. But he could go to his doctor and get. Uh, Vicodin and yeah. oxys and, and go play. No problem. No questions asked. Yeah, the well, politics really. There's no up. lobbyists for CBD, right? Like who's lobbying for CBD? Yeah. I don't you. Know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you need a big it's, bag for that. Well, that's what. That's kind of where I'm coming from when I say like Newport and Marlboro and like, the, if if a company like that gets behind CBD products, then then it, they force the legalization of these products, you know? I mean, it's how yeah. they do it, too, though. But it's also the wrong kind of forcing, you know, because they're using their big dick to, to make it legal. Well, then it's not all necessarily for the for the right reasons behind it. Yeah. You know, it's to, to make money, not to put out good quality product. 
For, but uh, that's what that's what the little guys are for. Right. You know, that's what that's what that's what you know you're for. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of these little shops are for, and that's that's why you go, you know, to the organic markets like you know Sherry's or, or, or somewhere like that, rather than go to Stop and Shop. Right. I feel like Marlboro and like these companies that would hate if CBD became a thing because it's not necessarily addictive and it makes you not want to smoke cigarettes, like. And on the alcohol standpoint, it stimulates your alcohol receptors um, so that you require less to feel that, that euphoric <laughs> sensation. So it takes a lot of money from it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, they want you to just be addicted to the nicotine. And that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but they're going they're kind of going on there, too. I mean, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you, know, you used to walk in a gas station and like there'd be 10 foot of cigarette cartons you know lined up over the counter now it's down to like you know two three feet so i i think you know it's a percentage of people who smoke now compared to back then the thing though i feel and you you correct me but they that two-thirds of the counter that's gone is just replaced with vapes that they make yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. right you know right like it's like essentially it's the nicotine more than anything but the cbd i feel like at least for me has helped me get off nicotine like i could quit cigarettes like that smoking lows like like literally like nothing like if i if i'm fiending for a cigarette and i go buy a pack of cbd cigarettes and i smoke that within five minutes of smoking a cbd cigarette I don't even want the regular cigarette. And it doesn't smell as bad. It doesn't fuck up my teeth. I, I don't know about cancer or whatever, but I just, I assume it's not giving me cancer like a cigarette. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's, I think that's the thing is if a Newport or Marlboro comes out with a CBD cigarette, it's almost like them cutting into their own business with something that, that's non-addictive. Right. Well, maybe they would just hide some addictive stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's saying. Exactly. Is they're not going to do it the right way. Exactly. You know, it, because ultimately you have nicotine receptors in your body as well. It hurts him more because then know? they're going to be like, oh, well, he's doing the same shit. Yeah. It's fucking, the conundrum is crazy. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> It's it's really interesting. It's an interesting business that you're in. And it it uh, is. It definitely is. It's changing and growing every day, and it it's fun to to be a part of. Um, but just so fucking difficult, man. You know. <laughs> is it, is your so so for a THC shop, would they move to CBD along with THC? And is that something you would do? Like move with? I wish I need uh, about a million and a half dollars to get that going. Yeah. You know, licensing, yeah, (laughs) licensing and application fees are upwards of three hundred and seventy five, four hundred thousand dollars just for that. Is that the Um, goal, though? uh, Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's a great goal of mine to to have. But um, unfortunately, you need money to to make things happen in, in this day. And, you know, there's only so many licenses that they're going to give out. There's only so many people that could afford those licenses. So it's going to be like a liquor license. So there's only going to be a certain amount and then you sell them? Like, like once you have it, you could sell yeah. it for as much as you want. I, I would imagine so. I know with the THC, like my friend, I, I probably should say his name, but my friend's dad is a big, like, assemblyman. And he said they were part of like a raffle almost that cost him like 13 mil just to get a license so that when it is legal, he could grow. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. like it's going all to politicians, it's going all to big business. It's it's very hard for the little guy to get it. And then it, even even when a state does get it, like Jersey, they're so limiting and like you could only have six plants at your house. And like 
the money that comes from regulating that is like how they do in Colorado. They're just flying drones all day looking for fucking thermo to see if you have more than that so they could bust you to make more money off charging you. Exactly. It's just a, a clusterfuck. I, I definitely know a guy, though, with some money that we had on our podcast last week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I think what you're doing is fucking amazing. And it, it, it does seem like it's more of a long game. But I think as some of these, I mean, I don't know. I, I know this is a family-friendly podcast. But as these old fucks that are in government die and new people get into position to really that understand what at least the THC is, it, it'll open up a lot of doors and long-term, mm-hmm. you're super ahead of the game. Like, I, I definitely see the same way that I've kind of evolved into really liking CBD more than anything and, mm-hmm. and it helps me stay away from the cigarettes, from the THC, from all that. Like, you know, as kids that are my age start having kids, you don't want to smoke a lot of weed around your kids. It's, it is still very expensive. You know, there's no dispensaries around here where you could get it that I think as... As it does open up and people become more aware, there will be a lot of people that shift to it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Who would you Who would you say is is? I don't want to ask you the same question again, but I kind of do. Like, who's your customer? Like, who who comes in oh, there? Oh yeah, the we we kind of ventured off from that. Um, my my customer base is really big. Um, you have the younger generation um, that understands it more. Um, you know, because of the social media aspect and being able to teach yourself from your cell phone these days. Uh, and then you have an older generation that is seeking uh, alternative help because they're tired of taking all of these hard pharmaceuticals. Um, but that's where the education has to, you know, really be fortified because for the older generation, again, wanting that positive or negative reaction right away is so dominant in their mindset um and you know that can ultimately hinder their experience so the older generation is coming in for like arthritis pain arthritis pain sleep aid anxiety relief i get a lot of moms that come in that want something for anxiety relief because the kids are home from school doing uh, this uh, homeschooling bit and it's tearing them apart you know it's a a, um i don't want to say a burden but it's an additional stress that they didn't really think they had to deal with and everybody's just got their laps full with oh now your kids stay home yeah um so it's it's difficult for for a lot of people and they don't want to be resorting to xanax and perks and all these things that their normal traditional doctor would write willingly oh you you can't sleep at night all right here's a xanax yeah like candy (laughs) easy um so you have the younger generation that is in the whole cannabis uh, excitement. You have the middle age group that is um, dealing with parenting issues and all these new stresses, seeking alternative methods. Used to be potheads in their early 20s, yeah, but now up. they're in their 30s and 40s and they want to seek yeah. out what uh, other options there are. Oh, my kids and then home you, every day. Give me some gummies. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the older generation that is just tired of taking things that aren't working for them or messing with their stomachs and causing all kinds of additional problems. 
Um, but ultimately, I resort to education because each person, you could give those three groups the same product, and the younger generation's going to possibly get a reaction a lot faster. The middle generation going to understand it. The older generation needs that education. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here is because I feel like CBD is such, it's everywhere, but nobody knows shit about it. Right. You know, like so many people have no idea what it is. People just come in, what's CBD? Right. And it's yeah, just, yeah. it blows my mind that it's, it's like in every gas station, but yeah. nobody knows what it is. I, I feel like there should be some kind of license or certification that would deem you an established essential business that says, hey, this person took the time and effort to go and get certified to be able to sell. So I, there is none. There's no, no certification. No. Nowhere, anywhere At in the country. At least not yet, no. Yeah, it needs to be simplified yeah. too, I feel like, because like the way that you kind of broke it down where... You know, even things like police officers that they can't get the drug test, and instead of turning to like a full spectrum, they go down to um a broad spectrum uh, or an isolate. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think even just to do like that, for that to be more clear, and you know, kind of like this is for that. This is the same way weed is. The same mm -hmm. way you could go to Leafly and see what does what. Right. You know, there should be, and and I think even just those two simple things, getting the, some sort of oversight where there's licensing and you're an expert, complementing that with just simplifying what does what. You'd be able to market it better. It would attract more people because of being like more of a connoisseur thing, and, and they could really flourish. I also feel, though, that now that we've already gone into this industry, uh, I feel like there should be some kind of preliminary for the people that have taken the time to educate themselves without all these uh, classes that are being offered now for the education. So it's an even playing field, you know. I, I don't want to toot my own horn but i've done this for five years now or, or four years and i feel like uh i've, I've come to a, a great understanding of what this industry is and what uh is about to come and all the ups and downs and ins and outs about it i, I want to learn more but um <laughs> it's so fortunate and unfortunate not for nothing because yeah. like it's like, if it was bad in some way, the same way that they ban vapes from gas stations, they'd be like, get that CBD out of there. You need to be an expert to do that. Like, right. But it's so good for you in all aspects. Even not even the shit that doesn't taste great, it still doesn't hurt you. It doesn't cause cancer and all this. Like, they, they're not pushed to regulate it. You know, there's like, what, like, even though clearly after being explained, we know the big difference between you and the guy at the gas station. Mm -hmm. the, the government doesn't necessarily care because the guy at the gas station isn't hurting anybody. Right. And ultimately, the big picture is that this helps people. Yeah. So let's just Who take, wants to help people? <laughs> let's, let's take our slow-ass time with rules and regulations because yeah. ultimately it helps people. And they don't want that. You know, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Yeah, until they can find a way to make money off it. If they if they charge for the licensing, it's the same way they charge to get your weed license. It's like, yeah. then they fucking tomorrow would be like, start charging every CBD store to pay us another hundred grand a year yeah. to sell this shit. Yep. Well, it's only a matter of time. I uh, I, I want to get to a, a, a topic I asked you about before we started the podcast, if you mm -hmm. were comfortable talking sure. about. And uh, when, when you first started, you know, in putting CBD in the kombucha, I started looking into to, uh, you know, the company. I had never heard of Hemp Smarts before. And mm -hmm. then the first thing that, I came, that came up when I Googled 
was a Newsday article. And uh, I, I'll let you speak on that. I, don't, I really don't remember the article, but I remember it was pretty interesting. Yes. Um, well, uh, as we can see now with our, our presidential election, uh, the power of the media is mind-boggling. Sure. Um, so, yeah, of course, what, you know, my story from me and what has been on the papers and everything um, from, from what you had you know, discovered online, um, what was, you know, to come about that, they said that I had guns and drugs yeah, at like my drugs, store. Yeah, drugs, guns, money, all kinds of shit like that. The, the guns were in their cases in, in my house, in the closet. You know, they, there weren't any guns in my store. I wasn't selling guns out of my <laughs> store or selling weed out of my store. I was dedicated solely to CBD. There's so um, much money in it, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the money was money from, you know, my, my I guess, uh, dealings. Um, but not all of it, you know. Most of it was from working. Yeah. Like, legit work, not selling. Yeah. Uh, so to, to be stripped of that without any kind of uh, chance to... Um, and this was when your store was open? Yeah, so uh, about, I would say, like three months after I opened my store, uh, I was pulled over for a routine traffic stop, um, which led to a, a search of my vehicle because of the smell of marijuana. This was um, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which led to the, the search of my vehicle and, you know... The, uh, discovery of uh, oil cartridges to uh, you know a, a vast oh, amount. Um, no, that's a whole different charge. Yeah, I had a hundred oil cartridges on me, and this was 2015. So like medical program just got out rolling in New York. Um, cartridges were a, a concentrate, so they were looked at as a, a little differently. Uh, and to have a hundred of them, they were like oh, distribution. Were they a controlled yeah. substance at that time? Because I know at some point, mm -hmm. oh man. Um, so you know, I, I can't say I, I was always a good boy, but I was a good boy. I never got in yeah. trouble really. So um, you know, being so it wasn't like coke and crack, no. heroin, but shit they, like they that. They consider it. it no, they it, consider it like as if you had a hundred perks on you. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, well, uh, one thing that you know, I think helped me out I don't want to say it helped me out having my medical card but I think that it did have some kind of leverage you know uh, and being 2015 I think it's still early enough too yeah and and the price being uh, astronomically expensive at the dispensary yeah, you know it's yeah. like it's like uh, dangling in front of your face oh it's legal if you buy a card yeah. so that you could come to the dispensary and then buy all of your product that's eight times more expensive than what you're getting out on the street. Yep. You know, so um, cost, money. Money was the, the root of that. Um, but anyway, I, I had 100 cartridges. Like I said, I'd never been in trouble with the law before, and I just started spilling the beans. Like, oh, you know, they had played, uh, uh, if we get a, a warrant because you have this amount, we're subject to getting a warrant, what are we going to find at your house? And I was like... All right, well, this is what you're going to find. Go and get it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's what... Uh, How old were you then? Uh, let's see. 
36 now, so... About 30 30, 30 31, yeah. fucking system is so screwed, man. So you didn't have an attorney or anything? You just said you just kind of, like, went at it and answered questions? Right right then and there, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the cops had... The undercover cops had told me that I was going away for 10 years just based off of the 100 cartridges that I had. So... <sighs> You know, they were like, well, we're going to get a warrant to go to your house and, and go and search it, uh, you know, unless you want to cooperate with us and give us permission. So it's never the move, though. I, I, <laughs> now, yeah, now I know, but I had the same kind of problem, low key, and I got fucking sent for two years. Like I brought a gun to school and like literally they yeah. were they were searching some kids iPod got stolen. They searched everybody's bag. And instead of me just like fucking throwing it somewhere and being like, I don't know what that is. I was like. Well, like, before you search my bag, <laughs> I have something in my bag yeah. that, like, you're going to want to know about. And it just backfired crazy. Like, I wish if I go back in time, like, that's not my bag. I don't know what the fuck. Go run Prince. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Damn, man. Yeah, so, you know, you, you think you're doing a good thing and whatever. So you you were a weed guy. You are a weed man. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, so, so the cops went to my not house. Not bothering yeah, anybody. You got an- pulled over. Another with. hundred yeah. cartridges, though. Um some flour, concentrates, um, mushrooms, um, everything that's legal now. <laughs> for the most part, right? <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's right? the thing too. Is they they you think about it? The cartridges they're selling in California, nothing. You go to any fucking store and they consider it here like as if you have controlled substances. And fucking opiates are killing people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cartridges aren't killing anybody. It's just it's yeah. it's the petty nature of the government and the way that shit is situated it's that's not fair at all. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I feel for you because it's it, you know you're doing all the right things and the fucking system's just not set up for any of them to win at least exactly. right now. Yeah, exactly. It's just wild. Yeah. So okay, so Newsday runs that ad. Mm-hmm. Well, Newsday runs that ad. Newsday runs that article, and uh, and, and what happens? Um, I mean, I don't want to say that it hindered business because all publicity is good publicity yeah right? I, I that's how i, I feel so, like that definitely gave you some some a, a little bit but you know ultimately I, i'm not the the drug lord slum dealer that they tried to <laughs> portray me to be you know I, I spent three days in jail and the fucking guards were calling me pablo escobar because they thought i was running a shit with my ar-15 and all that shit but all my stuff was legal you know my my guns were legal purchased legally i passed background check for it you know i wasn't a, a bad yeah. person so i wanted an ar-15 uh, i was allowed to have one at the time so why the fuck not yeah. you know yeah. um it's wild man but I, it is what it is um, i definitely think there's a big light at the end of the the tunnel for you though you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> keep on swimming toward it though for real i mean it's it sucks like i i think i deal with not not on the legal side so much but it's the same thing with you know, being ahead of your time with the smoke and the CBD as, as it is with me and radio. Like, I always kind of went about it a certain way. And there's mm-hmm. just these old, older systems in place where it's like you play songs off this list and you do certain things just the traditional way. But right. it has to fade out at some point. Like, at some point, the guys that are like, like Cuomo, they have to, you know, lose to people that are more innovative. There has to be a lobby that opens for CBD at some point. I can't imagine that there's not enough money that ultimately goes towards some sort of lobby to push for you Mm -hmm. know the agenda that's going to benefit all of these stores because it's not just you 
I mean, you're the first in, in Long Island, but you think of the CBD business is huge, and I'm sure there's a lot of people sharing your frustrations, especially mm-hmm. now. Yeah. What about some kind of, like, co-op or some, some kind of, like... Well, you know, I, I mean, I tried to create my own with incorporating high alkaline water as a, a um, another stream at my store. So it's not just CBD. We have uh, high alkaline water and purified water. Um, so incorporating it together is definitely uh i i feel like a a good niche to have yeah um that's what's gonna differentiate one cbd store from the next cbd store is something that they have that the other guys don't have um so knowledge and education uh, is still the most important thing in in this industry um moving forward uh but then tying it to other healing elements is definitely the way to go that's the recipe for a home run yeah for sure like masseuses are using cbd lotions yep. now mm-hmm. and, and, and masseuses uh, when i first started i had reached out to my friends that were massage therapists and i was like hey i made this cbd massage oil you want to give it a try and they used it their client loved it but they started reporting to me hey jay that oil helped me out I didn't have to take two aspirins after my massage appointment. Uh-huh. I didn't have to take uh, Advils after my second client. Usually I have to take that when I have three, four clients in a day. My joints start to stiffen up and I have to resort to pharmaceuticals. But using the CBD oil um, <clears throat> benefited them as well. So double, double win. Yeah, I uh, have a friend of mine that she was... You know, tired of taking Advils and Tylenols during, you know, that time of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she started supplementing with CBD. And and basically the way she put it to me was was instead of taking the Ad, when you take Advil and Tylenol, you kind of block your pain receptors and you damage them, right? right? Right. So when you take CBD instead, you're not damaging your pain receptors. So right. your ability to withstand pain kind of goes up in a way mm-hmm. but cbd helps settle the you know settle or, or or just lower the pain levels i guess right right because cbd attaches to um the outside of your nerve endings creating that um like a barrier of protection um because that's where all your pain and inflammation comes from is when your nerve endings are touching each other there's no space in between right um so cbd helps to create that um, bumper guard around those nerve endings. The problem with pharmaceuticals is that the hard metals and chemicals that are composed in those Advils and aspirins get into those nerve endings and deaden them. Um, CBD has to detoxify first, pull out all of those hard metals and chemicals before it can actually get to where it needs to go. So you need basically to take more and more Advil to do the same, to have the same effect. Well, because your body is over not, time. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. your your body is building up this resistance, really, um, to the Advils and aspirins. So basically, you know, the moral of you know what she told me was that after she started taking CBD instead of the Advil, mm-hmm. obviously CBD is expensive, so she she had to eventually stop taking it, but her. Her ability to withstand pain was a lot better than it was before she started taking it, um, and and after she stopped taking Advil. So she mm-hmm. really does doesn't need as much CBD 
or doesn't really need Advil anymore. Right. So it's, it was interesting to me that, that I feel like that's, that's, unless somebody does that and tells you about it, you don't hear about that. Right. You know? Yep. And that's something where you're not going to see a result overnight. It's right. going to take a, a consistent repetition of incorporating CBD in, into a lifestyle. And you also have to trust that. Like when people sure. are in pain, they don't want to, they don't, they don't know if, if that's not going to work. They don't want to take that. They don't want to be in pain, you know, so yep. they'll just take whatever works. But if, if whatever they, works the fastest, right? not yeah. whatever works because CBD does work. You just have to give it time and allow it to work. This is plant medicine, not pharmaceutical. What would you say is the best road for somebody that's in chronic pain? That, that wants to try CBD but doesn't want to stop taking their pain medication? Um, try, well, incorporating CBD and, you know, still with your pain medications, but just try taking half the dose of your pain medication. Just lower the doses. A, a quarter of the, of the dose of your pain medication. Um, still take it. You don't want to fully pull out right away. Um, and ultimately, you'll be able to gauge if it's benefiting you or not. Um, you know, if you find yourself going back to that other half of your pain medication, then you know, maybe you need some more time or a stronger one. Um, but again, the, the education and understanding how it works is, you know, is definitely uh, essential to success. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you have to make some kind of conscious effort. Exactly. You definitely do have to make a conscious effort. You have to understand that this is not going to be a home run day one. It, yeah. it might, um, but it's probably placebo effect day one, you know, because the mind is a powerful thing. So yeah. you're all amped up to try something, you know, you either have a, a good or a bad uh, buildup to it. Um, but you, you got to continuously try it. You got to keep after it, you know, Yeah. give it a solid month. Um, we'll do that in conjunction with eating better, trying well, to of exercise. Of course, C CBD is not a, a, a fix all end all, yeah. you know, it, it does hopefully improve on your, um, hardships to get to that next level. You know, for example, if people suffer from joint pain and inflammation, hopefully it relieves a little bit of that joint pain and inflammation so that they can become more mobile. Um, body in motion stays in motion. Yeah. Um, but it is not the, the fix, you know, the end-all, fix-all. You, you do have to be conscious about the whole lifestyle that, that uh, you know, should come um, with it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um what what what's your take on THC? Um, I, I I mean, when I got my medical card, uh, the the THC kind of I feel like the THC helps you forget about the pain that you're in, as where the the CBD actually helps alleviate the pain that you're in. Uh, the THC, I mean. I still think that that's a, a new industry for us as well. I feel like there could be a lot of benefits to THC, um, not just causing that intoxicating high, but working synergistically throughout the body in, in other ways. 
learned a lot, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot of information to digest, and I could sit here and talk about it all day long. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, you gave us a lot. It's a lot to to take in, and and I I definitely want to come check out your your spot over in Yeah, same. Yeah, for sure. I think we got to catch up, too, as things evolve, like, you know, because it's something that I feel like it's continuously growing and it's becoming, like, more and more, I guess, socially conscious and acceptable that we definitely have to keep, you know, coming back to it and see how this evolves because well, there's a lot that, that I feel like is still up in the air. I think these conversations help, you know, all, all oh, these sure. conversations about, you know, just just making it, you know, just knowing what it is. And, and you know, it's I, I really can't get over how many people come in here and ask me what CBD is. It's, it's amazing. Like mm-hmm. it's literally every every other window and every other retail store is CBD like. I think I went to to Marshalls and they had like some kind of CBD products. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, like, I mean, they're asking you too because you come here, you assume that you know the answer. Like it's not like going to a gas station. You know, like people yeah. come here for health and wellness and see it, and they probably for the first time are like, "Oh wow!" Or like, able to ask somebody about it. Yeah, well, you're also an intermediate between like what he does and and just the culture itself because. You know, people don't come into a float place to see CBD. They come in for health and wellness, and then they see it, and they associate it with something other than a smoke shop or, you know, like just yeah. some other shit that they haven't heard of that they're tying to weed maybe. like. So it's it's a good me- medium for it, and it's definitely it's dope to get the knowledge and the information out there. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. When I, I, I didn't want to carry CBD in the beginning, I was a little bit afraid of what the stigma would, mm-hmm. would attach to, to floating, but I feel like it goes it goes hand in hand. Yeah. It really does. It's uh, it's just a great way to relax. It's it's. I mean, I recommend it before a float. I recommend it before you go to bed. Like, it's just... I've I've eaten whole bags of gummies before, and I you know, and it doesn't do anything to you. You know, yeah. I feel really pretty relaxed, like, but not relaxed to the point where I I don't want to do anything. Right. Like just my body's relaxed, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but it definitely goes hand in hand. How was your float, by the way? It fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. What? Definitely. How many times have you floated? Uh, here twice. Here twice. Mm-hmm. You floated other places. Mm-hmm. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but before I even knew this this place was in, in existence, uh, probably like seven or eight years back. Wow, that's uh, a, a friend long of mine time. took me out um, to a, a small little shop um, in Deer Park somewhere. The full place. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Small little shop you would never think, and you walk in and it's like, wow, this is. This, this is what a float is, huh? This is fucking awesome. That's that's the first place I floated too. It was amazing. Yeah, like, I was like, what the fuck? Where am I? Right. Like, so yeah. some like doctor's office converted to a to this float center. They were really nice there. They yeah. told me walk me through it, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. So mm-hmm. I uh, and the next time I brought my wife, and she had Lyme disease at the time. You know, mm-hmm. she was in a lot of pain. She was you know suffering. So I was like, hmm, let me see if this will help her. You know. And uh, she was open to it, and she tried it, and she had a good, like, two, three days after it to where she wow. had, like, yeah, a lot of, uh, less pain, and she was able to, to do stuff she wasn't able to do, you mm-hmm. know, normally, and, and it was uh, it was pretty incredible. How, how did you, why did you try it? What, like, that was a long time ago for, you know, for yeah. floating. Yep. Um, I, I had a, a friend of mine who um, was a little bit uh, energetically advanced at that time. 
Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, more, more in touch with the uh, spiritual realm. Like a hippie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he said, hey, you want to go and try floating before? And, you know, it's, it's a phenomenal experience. And I was like, yeah, I, I want to go and do this. You know, I, I want to try different things that I haven't done before. Ever since then, I was, uh, you know, a believer that it, it definitely has extreme benefits. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do people keep up with you, and, and where are the locations now? So, um, so my my main location is on Merrick Road, um, twenty nine seventy four Merrick Road in Belmore. Um, and then my newest location is a, a partnership with a, an existing shop, uh, Vape and Bake, uh, where inside Vape and Bake, it's on Hempstead Turnpike 4119, Hempstead Turnpike and Bethpage. Um, we have a handle on Instagram as well as Facebook, trying to uh, you know, advance on our digital social media platforms. Since that's the way of the world these days, mm -hmm. unfortunately, I don't have uh, a website. Um, I'd love for somebody to help me out with a website. No website. Yeah, but, uh, I can help you with that, bro. No, that's no problem. I haven't. Uh, you know, I've sat down at GoDaddy and I've sat down at, at Wix, and like I'm not computer savvy, so I get so far, and it's like oh, I know what I want to do, but I can't do it. Yeah, you know nah, I mean? I'm, I'm happy to help you with that. I know awesome. Wix inside out. Well, that's... we'll come by the shop one day. Yeah, yeah we'll for come sure. By. We could definitely build one. Awesome. I have about 75% done on Wix, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what oh, to do right now. So yeah, nah. I hope you tweak it, man. We'll figure it out for awesome. sure. Awesome. Let's um, we know we'll exchange info definitely. Cool. So it's Hemp Smarts at uh, Instagram, Hemp Smarts at Facebook. Yep. Right? And yeah. that's really it. Thank All you right, so man. much for pulling up, bro. Oh, for no real. problem. This was, this was you. dope to learn a lot. Beyond honor yeah. to be here. Definitely have to, uh, have to do this again. And, for sure. Uh, you know, as the industry changes, I, I feel like, you know, we're learning more and more all the time. So I, uh, a couple months from now, let's do it again. And if you ain't learning, you ain't living. That's it. So. If you, <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up. <laughs> that's that's how you do an outro, James. That's a wrap, folks. <laughs>